testing. One, two, three. Uh, te- te- what, what? Three, two, one. Ha- hello. For some reason, I only had you coming through my my uh, left earsicle. You weren't you weren't going through the right. I, I don't know what's happening. Hey, I, hey I can throw my voice to the, to the left ear to the right ear. Could you? Could you? Could you just blow out my my right and and we'll only come in on the left? It'll be fine. Oh, uh, you know what? I might do that today. Yeah. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Hey, good oh. morning, Kenny. How are you? How was your weekend? Oh. Uh, it was all right, Kyle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, You're asking me about my weekend on a Wednesday? What? Yeah, What's that no, about? A little weird. Uh, it's April 13th, 2016. This is the first show of the week, and it is on Wednesday. Whoa. What happened? Oh, uh, work happened. Okay. All right. You got you to gotta make that paper, I believe, is, is what the kids are saying. So... I gotta make that cheese, that cheese, cheddar, this, the skrilla, the <clears throat> the what, the what? What'd you call me? What? We're live right now, Kenny. Goodstuff.fm slash live. Uh, typically Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but uh, this week it's just gonna be a bit of a Monday missing, and then we'll do Friday on a short schedule because I got I got something going on on Friday. So deal with it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Amended, amended week. That's right. Amended. Yeah. You probably you can probably tell, though, Kyle, I'm not feeling all that well. Now, why do you have? Is there a problem with your voice? Why is why is there a problem with voice? <laughs> there, there was a tweet that went out about our show, and it was it was a little strange. I don't know if they listen, but um, I thought From it was From Brooklyn, funny. New York. That's right. That's right. Just, hey, hey, Coming to you live, Kenny, from the, uh, what, Democratic uh, primary debate that's supposed to happen today. Is that today? I have no idea. Who cares? Uh, Kyle, we're not topical. But anyway, I'm I'm, I'm coming down with something. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sore throat. Got the congestion. It's probably just cold. Oh, no. Is that contagious? uh, Not through the microphone. You sure? No. Are you sure? I'm not sure, so there's that. What? Uh, I don't want it. It's probably going to get worse. Who knows? You're let's probably... Hope, let's hope it gets better. Let's hope. We are sending as many good vibes through the electron system to your ears as possible at this okay. very moment. Now, I've got some follow-up from last week. So Friday, we were covering uh, our, our very famous, world-famous Food Friday, and on Twitter... Logan says, uh, last year in April, you covered the 104-year-old woman who had a Dr. Pepper story, obviously. Now she's 105. And I had completely forgotten. 1,000% completely forgotten. I had forgotten. Yes. However, I think it's good that we're chronicling this woman's life. I completely agree. We're giving giving an update without realizing that we're giving an update. That's now, good. That That's ignorant updates. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what that was. Um, but but Kenny, the episode was 144. If you'd like to uh, go check it out, goodstuff.fm slash morning show slash one four four. It was actually called Dr. Pepper has the answer to immortality. Well, see, now that's a good thing. Which is very it made it very easy to find and um it's just surprising. I don't. I don't think we covered her 103rd birthday because you know, eh. it's like what <laughs> you got to you got to 103. <laughs> you know, I like I like those. those Thank you. Uh, so I I pulled out a sound effects. I've got a little excerpt of uh, episode 144, and I took oh, a, a, a couple of things out of context. We're gonna play this. Right before we get to the lead story of the day, Kenny, but I thought I'd, I'd share this with listeners who may be new to the show. So here you go. You know, I really like Dr. Pepper a lot, Kyle. Do you? Is that uh, is there a Dr. Pepper subscription service? And uh, I know that's what I was imagining you do. I just figure, you know what? If we're talking about giant slabs of bacteria that fester oh. inside of a fridge, uh. and then you drink the like subsequent. Uh, I don't. I don't know what that. What the afterbirth? Yeah, the the tea afterbirth. Uh, so oh, long as you oh. got that, 
I know. Okay, so here we go. Chat room coming in with the with the win. Jelly Belly Dr. Pepper Jelly Beans, 10-pound box, $65.60. That makes it $0.41 cents an ounce. Time to add it to my Amazon Prime. Okay. People try to give me coffee for breakfast. Well, I'd rather have a Dr. Pepper. Oh. I started drinking them about 40 years ago. Three a day. Every doctor that Three? sees me says... They'll kill you, but they die and I don't. So there must, so there must be a mistake somewhere. Or it could go horribly wrong. When you live to be 104 and still can talk to nice people, you deserve some Dr. Pepper. But I never expected this. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want that voice ever to come back on this show. I don't, I don't either. So there you go. I really hope that voice doesn't come back on this show. Hi, my goodness, we're back now. (laughs) This is us. This is current. This is real. This is the. Were you clapping because of of current time? No, no, that we are. We are currently in meat space. I was giving you uh, a bit of a hand. So nice, nice work. You don't want the voice back. Don't you do it, Kenny? The top story. I love Doctor Pepper. I know you do. I, (laughs) I, I know you do, Miss Miss Pepper. Oh yeah. The lead story yesterday, at least in the tech world, was all of the Facebook chatbots. Huge, huge news. Uh, the Facebook F8 conference is going on right now. And I think it's called Fate. I think it's called F8. I think it's called Skater Boy. I don't think that makes any sense. It was, was that the PlayStation 1 game? No. What Skater Boy is a song by uh, What's-Her-Face with the hair. Oh, Avril Lavigne. Uh, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know if that matters. So, Facebook rolling out the platform for Messenger bots to be used for what? Can you know getting in touch with your local uh, butcher? Maybe. So this is just. So what? What Facebook's trying to do is is shortcut to their own kind of Siri. Uh, Alexa sort of thing, right? With M you're talking about? Yeah. I mean, that's what a chatbot is. It's a, it's a text AI that gives you information, right? Or can but, do things. Right, but but it's just text. Can you, can you talk to it? I don't know. I haven't read the story. You can. So uh, the one that will be in the show notes, goodstuff.fm slash morning show slash 295. 295. Um, it's a sneak peek of the Burger King messenger bot. So with Burger the, King, with the Burger King messenger bot, you can start talking to it and actually order through here for pickup at a local Burger King. So it'll let you choose what do you want on the burger? Do you want to make that a combo? It's basically like driving up to the, the little talkie box thing and talkie uh, box. Ha- hello. Hey, can I get a can I get a whopper with with extra cheese? No. Okay, bye. <laughs> so that is uh that is I think the the biggest announcement is being able to replace people who are making a minimum wage with a chat bot on my phone and then I just go to the uh the local uh, but is that store and pick one up. Is that what Facebook wants to do? Is they they want to they want Messenger for some reason they want Messenger to be your go to app on your phone now. Sounds like it. It really sounds Ugh. like it. So bots That's are going to not be the, okay. Bots will be the platform for both uh, customer service representatives, uh, not calling people. Everybody wants to text these days. Okay, actually, no that that's not so bad for customer service. Right. To tie that into the messenger service. But if, if I don't have to wait, sure, I will. Right. I will totally try it. If I don't have to wait on hold to talk to a human being and I yeah, can just do all of this through a chat bot. Nick can understand. Real time troubleshooting. Exactly. If I don't have to be upsold through a chat bot. Fine. Let's let's. Yeah. Bot all the things. However, I don't think that's going to be the case. I doubt it as well. Yeah. Oh, boo. Boo. Who Kenny? Let's look at yeah. what else. Is going on in the world today. Bum, 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 bum. 
today's headlines. There we go. Hey, Tesla recalls 2600 Model X crossovers to fix exit hinge. Wow. I had to say that it was all in caps. Yeah, I had to so, say it all. Uh, I'm sorry. That's what, <laughs> maniacally. That's what happens when I copy it over. In the past, Kyle Tesla Motors has managed to fix many problems and glitches with the uh, over-the-air software updates. However, the California-based company is asking at least 2,600 Model X owners to bring their crossover into the nearest service center in order to repair a problem with a locking seat hinge. Sorry, I had to swallow the rest of the coffee. Mm. Uh, The problem affects crossovers built between the start of production and March 26th of this year meaning it's found a vast majority of the X's on the road today. Ah, Oh, no. I've got plenty of X's on the road today. All of the affected models are located in the United States, and most of them are already in customers' hands, though a small fraction of blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Because it's just a a seat. It's not like an engine problem or anything like that. Thankfully. Thankfully. Now, this is interesting, though, that you can't fix a seat problem with a software update. Oh, Moving on, third-party Reddit apps are being pulled from the Apple App Store. Uh-oh. Hmm. A number of threads devoted to the phenomenon that have uh, been created on Reddit by disgruntled users, pointing out the likes of Alien Blue, Antenna, Eggplant, and Bacon Reader are nowhere to be found. Those are those are apps mm-hmm. for Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, consequently, when you search for a client such as Eggplant on the App Store, you are provided with a result for the official Reddit iOS app instead. Uh-oh. There's some there's there's some inside baseball going on here. Do you use Reddit at all? I don't. Have you been on it? I've been on it. Did you check out the official Reddit iOS app that launched last week? Negative. Mm. Have so, you? N- no, I have not. Uh, okay. But that's simply because I am not on iOS anymore. Oh, that's right. So the issue, I guess, was that there wasn't a or there is a not safe for work toggle inside of the application. And uh, the official Reddit app has one as well. So they're not really sure. And I'm sure more details will come out this week as to why this is happening. But they're saying that they're breaking a specific uh, violation. They're violating a specific clause inside of the App Store review guidelines. Section Um, 18, chapter 2. Right. Yes. Or whatever. Opposite. Right. Chapter 18, section 2. Thou shalt not put a NSFW toggle in... (laughs) In Thoust application. App Store 18.2. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So we'll see, <laughs> we'll see what happens with this whole Reddit thing. But uh, yeah. All right. All, All right. right. Eggplant. Eggplant. There you go. That's your that's your Reddit news. Moving on. And this is a little related to our lead story. Facebook launches agents on Messenger platform with chatbots. Maybe that's exactly what our lead story was. Is it? Question mark. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yes, but this is very specific where it has some some things for you to read about. Agents on Messenger. Facebook Mm -hmm. will now allow businesses to deliver automated customer support, e-commerce guidance, content, and interactive experience through, quote, agents on Messenger, Facebook's term for chatbots. I don't like that. Call them Messenger agents, not agents on Messenger. Make it really cool sounding. Uh, but Facebook announced a slew of chatbot partnerships with developers who got early access beyond just text. Chatbots will be able to respond with structured messages that include images, links, and call-to-action buttons. These could let users make a restaurant reservation, review an e-commerce order, and more. Oh, uh, A conservative estimate is that chatbots could replace 1-800 numbers. Wow, that's a conservative estimate? Right. <laughs> so, okay. So completely getting rid of all 108 or 1800 numbers. One, how old did I say? 800,000? 8100. 8100. You know what I mean. Mm. And, uh, well, Kyle, they could replace those numbers and they could also <laughs> offer more comfortable customer service experiences without the hassle of synchronous phone conversations, hold times, and annoying phone trees. Phone trees? What's a phone tree? So you have to, like, for. <clears throat> Thank you for calling. Tree. Thank you for calling Morning Show. Your call is very important to us. Oh, I see. Please press one to speak to a customer service representative. Please press two to move on to the next story. Three. You have oh. chosen three. <laughs> there is no option for number three. 
Please try. <laughs> Hanging I up. I, I can't. Okay. All okay, right. It's gone. Uh, Kyle, moving on now. Uh, new Starshot mission. And Starshot is in quotes. It's aiming to send tiny spaceships to nearest star system. This is awesome news, by the way. Uh, this is to bridge the enormous distance between our solar system and Alpha Centauri. Billionaire entrepreneur Yuri Milner, we've talked about him before, and mm-hmm. renowned physicist Stephen Hawking, we've never talked about him. What? Uh, they've they've <laughs> they've proposed revving thousands of tiny postage stamp sized nanocrafts to realize what relativistic speeds reaching Sorry, 20, rel- 20 yeah so you're you're getting up to uh, uh speeds that are about 20 percent the speed of light which is mega fast yeah i can't that's i can't read words uh, no, that's, fine. that's also the fastest uh postage ever a mothership carrying the nanocraft fleet would be launched into the high altitude orbit around earth each individual unit would consist of a small starship I put quotes on that. Star equipped with chip. cameras. Yeah, equipped with cameras, sensors, and communications equipment, along with ultra-thin light sail, mm-hmm. also quoted, measuring about 10 feet in length. Together, these components would weigh only a few grams. All right. Uh, once developed into a high-elevation orbit, the chips would unfuel, sorry, unfurl, they'd also unfuel, uh, their sails and catch a wave of lasers shot at them from a power kilometer scale phased array located on Earth. This is some serious science fiction right here. But if this technical, this kind of technological platform were to be feasible, it would allow human made probes to visit other star systems within a generation. So that's pretty cool, right? That <laughs> that's it's amazing. This honestly, this is the stuff that they would put in. Like science fiction novels or science fiction movies. Well, the thing is, thing but is, they want to make it real. Yes, the thing is, we need to build an array on the ground that shoots and will bring together all of these laser beams into that right. ten foot square, which is incredibly precise. But I'm sure we can do it. We just need to account for you know the rotation of the Earth and all that kind of stuff. Math. It is a lot of math. Yes. Okay, and I have one more here, Kyle. All and this right. was Bring it this on. was announced this morning. Amazon's two hundred eighty nine dollar crazy thin Kindle Oasis has a battery cover that adds months of charge. That's right, Kyle. The leaks are true. Amazon's newest e reader is called the Kindle Oasis, and it's the company's thinnest e reader to date. You like that? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that sound. Uh, our thinnest. Oh, this is also from Amazon. I'm going okay. to tell you their highlights. Please. This is our thinnest and lightest Kindle ever. Ooh. Read even more comfortably for hours. Should All I... new ergonomic design oh, with wow. dedicated buttons to effortlessly <laughs> turn the page. I'm Amazon. <laughs> Longest Kindle battery life. The included leather charging cover boosts battery to last months. Choose from a black Merlot or walnut removable cover. Okay. Oh, I want walnuts on my cover. I want Merlot. Uh, high resolution 300 uh, pixels per inch display with crisp laser quality text. There's your lasers. Lasers. Uh, yeah, lasers. Uh, yeah. Reads like real paper without glare, even in direct sunlight. What is what's that voice? I don't know. I, I, Amazon's mm. switching to a different voice. Okay. Uh, enhanced built-in adjustable light evenly illuminates the screen for perfect reading anywhere, anytime. You can buy this for $289.99 or five monthly payments of $58. <laughs> ha! Do, we, do you think we'll see this on uh, Amazon's like, hey, shop at home channel? Uh, yes. Okay. Five easy payments of $58. I don't know why they, I don't know why they introduced uh, an even more expensive e-reader when their Kindle Voyage, the one that's like $200 right now. I don't, I don't care anything about that one. And you're going to, you're going to make one that's another hundred dollars more than that. Let's, Come on. let's, let's look at, let, forget the tech specs. Let's just look at the names right now. You've okay. got on one end of the spectrum, you've got the Oasis and on the other, uh-huh. you've got the fire. Uh huh. And the voyage and between the voyage. Those. The voyage goes between the <laughs> oasis and the fire. Now I'm this. I'm confused. I don't see the connection. I I thought so. Like fire, I guess, has something to do with the the color screen that is being used, and what you have different ways of of traipsing around the world in an oasis nope. and a voyage. 
nope. uh, for the black and white screens. Nope. This doesn't doesn't make any sense. I, well, I, I do think that this maybe this is supposed to uh, elicit that you can go to an you found your oasis in this e-reader because you can last for months and months reading i don't know i, I don't know about that i don't, I don't know about the voyage one either yeah you're on a voyage of reading but at 289 i mean that is how much was the original kindle that seems like it's way there's nothing in this unless you're not willing to charge every month right there's nothing in this that is game changing for the way that you read or i read now it it I'll I'll say that the I have the I have the compare to the Kindle readers okay. here. Right. Uh, the the things that things that it's really touting here are ten LEDs for enhanced page consistency. So I guess it just has good light. Cool. So it. so add point oh oh five cents for the scale that they're creating right. these at. That's fine. All right. So uh, let's charge me two hundred dollars more. And That's it has fine. touch screen and page turn buttons. So they're going. Buttons. I guess backwards and having buttons on your Kindle now. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm lo- I'm basically looking at this compared to the one that I bought, which is the paper white, mm-hmm. which is currently 119. Um, and I've that's I found reasonable. That to be, I found that to be exactly right. I think right. that's the perfect, uh, like price point, perfect features. Yeah. Um, the battery life that they're offering on the Oasis months compared to weeks. I mean, what's, and like you said, what's the who's, difference? who's holding out on charging their Kindle for that long? Uh, I, I have no it's, idea. It's also like, oh man, without the cover, this thing is 131 grams. And uh, the Kindle white, sorry, paper white is 205 grams. So it's heavier. Uh no 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 it's lighter it's lighter ah it's okay. almost half as it's almost half as heavy okay interesting uh, it's, but that's it's because also... they basically split the battery into two parts yes they've re- they've removed the the extra battery there okay all uh, right so it's also very tiny they're going the way of the uh, LG G5 giving LG. you those oh right the replaceable batteries yep. <laughs> I don't like that. Chat room is uh, coming in here saying that they feel that they uh, should include a color e-ink display at that price. And I want a thousand percent agree. Chat room coming in with the save. That's right. Also, I think this is the longest we've ever spent on the headlines. Those are your headlines. Kenny, they were brought to you by Feed Press. All that long, (laughs) drawn out. It's almost 730. What have we done? They are brought to you by Feed Press. I'll make this quick for us. Feed Press is RSS feed analytics and podcast file hosting in a simple, intuitive, and unified dashboard. FeedPress features powerful subscriber and podcast download tracking, integrated newsletters, automated publishing to popular social networks like Twitter and Facebook, a slick drag-and-drop podcast hosting interface, and everything you need in order to submit your feed to iTunes. So if you need all of that, all wrapped into one, FeedPress is what you want to go with. With 250 megabytes of flexible file storage that rolls over monthly, you can easily upload four-hour-long episodes per month. That's not enough for this show. So we kind of... We up to that. For just 20 bucks, you get one gigabyte, and that rolls over monthly as well. So you can, we take that gigabyte with us all the way to Gigabyte Alpha Centauri. Go over to feed.press slash morning show today and sign up and try it 14 days without any contracts or any commitments. <laughs> Use the promo code morning show during checkout. You'll get 10% off your first year. Kenny, I have no idea what happened. Ah! All right, I got some facts for you. Great. The Icelandic phone book, which would be a great band name, is ordered by first name because there, I guess, are not very many people that have the same name. Wait, the entire Icelandic phone book? Yep. So when, you, when you're, you've when you got your house there in Iceland and you, you open your front door and there's just a stack of yellow phone books, you say, man, it's a lot of names. And you open it up, boom. Ordered by first name. I need to find Kenny. Boop, 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 boop. And he found you. You know, if, it, if your phone book was on the Kindle Oasis, boop, 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 you'd be able to use your page turn buttons. It would take forever. <sighs> probably. Yeah, it probably would because 
well, you could just search if you needed to. I guess you just you just go to your agents of messenger, and uh, isn't that stupid? That's like it's like a spin on agents of shield. I no mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. trademarked. Mm-mm. Can't say. It. Oh, okay, good. Did you know that there's a uh, a phone number where you can call Sweden? What? Just call Sweden. Just like, whole, hey, Sweden, whole, what's up? Basically, yeah, it connects you to a random person in Sweden. What? Yeah, that's I don't know awesome. Where I, I think I saw that last week sometime. But uh, just speaking of countries that, that a, we'll probably that's never a secret visit. hidden fact that you guys that, get a bonus fact. That's right. Beep 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 beep. beep. Hey, uh, Doctor Seuss. Kenny, here's another fact. Doctor Seuss wrote Green Eggs and Ham to win a bet with his publisher that he couldn't write a book using just fifty different words. You know, I knew that fact. Ah, uh, did you? I did. Uh, I think I think I learned it on his birthday this past year. Uh, when was the last time you read Green Eggs and Ham? Oh man, the last time I read it. Ooh. Did you read it in a boat? Did you read it with a goat? Did you? No, I read it with a coat. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't think coat was one of the words, but that's fine. I did not float. I did. Mm-mm. No. Can we do this whole podcast in fifty words? No. Oh. Actually, maybe. Yeah, could it could it, just it, be it, no? I would just say no. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and ha, ha 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 ha. You you could do it in probably three words. So we'll we'll leave it there. Hey, Kenny, did yeah. you also know it's impossible? It is impossible to set fire to a pool of petrol. I wasn't ready for this. Petrol. It's impossible to set fire to a pool of petrol. By throwing a lit cigarette into it. So you see, the movies those, have lied. That's right. All of those freaking movies are lies. That's not cool. No. I mean, it's it's cool in the movies. And the fact that you can't do it in real life, that's not cool. I feel like that should be a an Olympic sport. Swimming in a pool of petrol. Wow. Petrol. Oh, my gosh. They'd be robots, obviously. Robots. You just, you build right. it. And the robot Olympics? Yeah. And so they're made they're made of steel. And as they're floating through the the pool of petrol, they uh, spark and then the pool could potentially explode. You don't know. They, no, actually it should be the robots swimming through it, but also smoking cigarettes. Ah. Yes. It's a good idea. A robot made of cigarettes, maybe. Because it wouldn't light. That's right. That's right. It would not. I uh I also have something thanks to uh, Mikey R on Twitter. I've got a national date that is not food related for us. Oh, do you want to do you want to go over that? Because we can we can touch on this real quick. Sure. Really the, quick in the 730 hour. <clears throat> Today's national Scrabble Day. As in Scrabble the game. Yeah. Alfred Mosher Butts. Best name ever. Yes, it is. A.M. Mosher Butts. <laughs> Mo- Mosher Butts invented the board game where players use lettered squares to make words in a crisscross puzzle fashion in 1933. And each okay. year on National Scrabble Day, which is today, April 13th, is the day that Alfred Mosher Butts, Mosher Butts, Butts was born in 1899. Oh, cool. So there you go. If you if you have not accomplished something by the age of 34, don't feel bad because Mr. Butts was able to create Scrabble. Now, right. here's a fun fact about Scrabble, I guess. According to the website that uh, our very own Mike here on Twitter showed us, all derivatives of the word bro are official words of the English language. Brosif, brobiotic, protein, <laughs> bromance, all of those are real words that you can use in Scrabble. So if you want to bro it up on a Scrabble broad, then you can <laughs> you can use that. I don't think it works that way, but it's a, fine. A Scrabbro, I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, just use all of them. Make 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 all of them. That's fine. Wow. So there you go. I like, I like protein. I've never heard that one. What? Never heard bro. I've heard the other one. Brosif, probiotic, bromance, protein. Never shake. protein. Yeah, I've never okay. heard protein. Okay. Speaking of food. Yeah, speaking of food, I'm I'm trying to find uh I don't think I have what I was looking for. Today's national day is go over to this one and find the one that I was looking at. <clears throat> Kenny, today's national day <laughs> is National Peach Cobbler Day. Woohoo! Ooh, I love peach, peach cobbler. cobbler. Do you love peach cobbler? 
I, how do you not love it? It's the I, perfect thing ever. I, have, I have kind of a teeter totter feeling about, uh, cobblers and pies and things like that. What? Yeah. I kind of, I fall to one side and then I fall to the other, but what? eventually I do end up on, on the right side of history. It's fine. It, it'll be okay. Kenny, a cobbler refers to a variety of dishes, particularly in the United Kingdom and the United States, consisting of a fruit or savory filling poured into a large baking dish covered with a batter, biscuit, or scone before being baked. Oh, man. All of that sounds really good. Mm-mm-mm. So the, uh, so a cobbler does not have a bottom crust. Is that correct? Uh, it It can. Wouldn't that it make it a pie? To. That would make it a pie, though. Uh, it would be a pie if you had the pie, the the crust on the on the outside, right? <sighs> Cobbler, you can make in a square pan platter. Okay, glass dish. so so you say pie must be round? No, I'm saying pie must have that that crust on the end. You know, oh. where you can grab it. Mm, like pizza. I, mm, nobody, nah, uh-uh. nobody ever grabs a pie. You never grabbed a pie with your hands? No, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, all the filling might fall out, but it's still okay to do. <laughs> That's not okay. Hey, just as now, a follow-up. Hold on. I was going to say, pie doesn't have to have the layer on top. Pie has the, has the crust on the bottom. There on the bottom. And what do the you, filling goes on top. What do you do with apple pie, though? Well, I not all not all pies have to do that. Like pumpkin pie is just open, right? Pecan pie that's open. All others are not welcome. Oh, okay, that's true. <laughs> no, no other pies are welcome. Uh, as a follow up, it's a follow up to Friday's little uh, <clears throat> unnecessary blurting of uh, a Gordon Ramsay recipe. This one will not be blurted. But this is Gordon Ramsay teaching us how to uh, roast peaches. So here you go. Roast peaches. Roasted peaches flambéed in rum. Sweet, fruity, and totally indulgent. Peaches. Slice. Hot pan. Cast the sugar. Caramelize. (laughs) Peaches in. And then just gently toss them in the caramel. Butter. And now for the rum. Flambe. Woof. Lime cream. 180 ml of double cream. Whisk. Icing sugar. Lime zest. Shortbread on the plate. And then start layering. Icing sugar. Roasted peaches with rum and lime cream. Done. There you go. I like that he treats it like he's narrating his own montage. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is, technically. I mean, but he's he's treating it like it's an action movie. I wish cooking was that easy. Like a, a minute and 13 seconds of just flambe. Do it. Done. Flambe. Woof. <laughs> lime cream. 180 mil. That's right. So there you Man, go. If he you, is if, awesome, isn't he? I will. Uh, I will bookmark that here on the uh, the good Ta-dow. stuff page. Uh, so you can, if you need to, just listen to that over and over and over and over again uh, while you make your <laughs> national peach cobbler day cobbler. Oh man, I want some so that much. Will be exactly there for oh, you. I really want to celebrate today, but I don't know where I can get some peach cobbler because I'm not going to make my own. I think you should. It's not. I don't feel like it's peach season. Am I my, wrong? Okay. I will say. I don't know. I will say though. My future mother-in-law makes the best peach cobbler I've ever tasted. So I when might. I might uh, contact peach her to season. <laughs> what? Hey, Facebook agents on Messenger. Uh it might actually be able to help you out now, Garco. When is yeah. peach season? While peaches are ready as early as May and available until late September, peach season is at its peak in July and August. Mm. Although since peach season began early this year due to warmer weather, it'll wrap up sooner than usual. 
Okay. That's not good. Okay. Well, I won't keep reading, Garko. Sorry. Sorry about that. If we could switch uh, Peach's voice. Oh, my gosh. If we could switch Garko's voice to Gordon Ramsay, that would be really cool. (laughs) Did you just call Garko Peach? Hey, Peaches. (laughs) Yes. That that nickname is not going to stick. You know what does stick? (laughs) What? What? A segment that I just skipped over. Hey, hold Oops. on. Hold on. Hold on. Why does okay. this happen every single time? That's right. It's down vote. Kenny, uh, we're going to read a couple of popular and trending stories or announcements. This, uh, it's it's about 17,000. Uh-huh. And we're going to decide real quick. Real whether, quick. Whether they should be upvoted or downvoted. The song wig. Songwig? The Songwig, a unique hairpiece with earbud strands that allows the wearer to share their music. No, downvote. This is over on LaughingSquid.com. There's a video for it, but I'm not going to play it because it's only music. Now, the the look on this person's face says uh, basically Songwiz, Songwig, Songwiz, Songwig. It's yellow. It's you can't. It's okay. Let's let's say it looks like Sailor Moon. Yes. Right, it's Sailor Moon. Yes, okay. It's, and it's like it's a, a bunch piece. of cables of That's right. head headphones. Yes, and the idea is that you use your strand of hair headphones to allow someone else to listen to your music. That's right. So each of the hair strands has earbuds on the tip, and you're supposed to walk up to this person in very very close proximity and listen to whatever they're playing on their head. Yep. Nope. I. Brr. Down vote. D- down vote. I completely agree. I don't want any of this. Now, Kenny, did you know that if you send a grimace emoji on an iPhone, which is like the it's a circular mouth with all the teeth showing, and then the right. eyes are kind of like uh, curly, brackety things, it'll uh-huh. look like a smile on an Android or uh Samsung or Windows Mobile uh-huh. thingy device. Yeah. Did you on know their, on their native? Oh, that's em- right. Emojis, on their right? native emoji. So when it gets translated from the iPhone and your intent to what? Send a grimace, I suppose. It'll look like a smile on Android. Now, I guess this article over here, it shows everything but the iPhone skews over to the, the positive feeling spectrum. And the iPhone is the only one that's kind of on the negative feeling spectrum for this particular emoji. So it's causing some confusion, I guess, in the world. And this was one of the biggest news stories on Monday. Yeah, right. Uh, I did. I I actually saw this story and uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say that it's a mess up by everybody except for Apple. So you okay? so you are saying that Apple is the one, uh, I guess, in the right. Well, they're in the right. That's what I'm saying. I I prefer I prefer the uh, face, like the you know it. It's like the uh, uncomfortable uh oh face. Hmm. Right. That's what I see. And you're sticking your teeth out like I don't know what to do now. Uh oh. So there's two. Now I need to make a distinction here. There are two emoji on the Apple. Uh, emoji board here smileys and people it says one is actually grimacing now the grimacing face is the teeth all the teeth showing and the eyes are two little circles that is a completely different emoji from the smiling eyes grinning face it says grinning face with smiling eyes it is not a grimace emoji the one at least in this article here so I think it's just a misassociation between the emojis. I agree. I think it's a mistranslation. I completely agree. If you look at the actual alt text for these these two different emoji, they're completely different. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna downvote this because it, there is nothing. It's misleading. It is completely misleading. Yes. Yeah. Downvote for me as well. All right. Get you it out the, of you here. You hit the ding button. Well, I I dinged on the. We're both correct. And then I, I threw it into the garbage when we were both downvoting it. Woo! Woo! That's right. Spr- spr- spremo. Spremo? What? 
Spremo takes a personal approach to purifying your air. It's a personal air purifier. So, like, like personal space? Uh, yes, I guess. So instead of trying to like clean the air for the whole room. Yeah. You've seen those. You can go to Target or whatever and you... They're whole air room purifiers, and they use those huge fans, or they use the uh, those huge uh, little filters that you need to put right. into the back of it. This is taking a different approach, and you point this thing directly at your face to get a, I guess, personal stream of clean air that <laughs> right is your face only. That is only for you. You're the only person who gets to have the clean air. Everybody else gets to breathe smog. Pure smog that comes out out of the back of this. Right, the exhaust of the Spremo. That's right, is, is worse than every completely toxic. Yeah, I like right. that idea. So it says uh, it's designed to be set up on your desk, say at your office. Then once you turn it on, it filters out toxins and allergens and you know all that kind of stuff. And then it where blows, does it go? It blows a subtle, not annoying way on your face. <laughs> not annoying way. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Wow. Because you could you uh, could dry out, you know. You've got the hey, you you know this right now. You've got that that scratchy throat. Yeah, you don't want a fan on you the whole time. So what do you think? It, you know what, what you, it looks like? It looks like a uh, uh, Jibo. I was gonna say it looks like a microphone, but I don't know. It it's looks, got a it looks like the Jibo face. Ah, like it's you remember Jibo. I'm Jibo. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. I remember Jibo. I'm going to downvote this, though. Oh, man. I'm downvoting this as well. I I just share the wealth. I don't want something on my face. Yeah. It's available available for pre order right now for $319. Oh, it's even more than the Kindle Oasis. Just to to blow on your face. Hmm? (laughs) Whoa. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of uh, mm, no, we, uh, one more here, one more. Okay. Speaking of air, uh, this is uh, a couple of terriers that uh, over the weekend there was someone who left these these couple of terriers in a car alone. Oh, that's the worst thing ever. It is pretty bad. They went in though. It's related. It is completely related to the show because they left to go into a pizza shop. Uh, but outside, I don't know how I don't know how mad I can be now. Mm, that's right. So out, outside, I'm so mad. No, outraged. Outside, these dogs were waiting for their uh, their human companion uh-huh. to come back, and they were incredibly impatient. <laughs> and they laid on, they laid on the horn, and I'll play just a moment of this. <laughs> they laid on the horn to try and uh, get this person to come out of the pizza shop. Ready? Yes. Oh no, that's the wrong one. Hold on, let me find. Uh, let me, funny, <laughs> funny, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> you like the joke, Kenny? Oh, I like the joke, Kyle. <laughs> the do- so. So I'm do- looking at the screen cap yeah, uh, yeah. from the YouTube link, and yes. it's a dog sitting in the seat like a human, putting its putting, front paws. Yep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> sitting upright as well. It looks and just and, and just it, laying on it. Watch it look to the left and pause moment. <laughs> pause momentarily <laughs> while it looks at you, lays off the horn for a second, and then just goes right back to it. Here we go. <laughs> So if you want to watch 41 seconds of this, that'll be in the show notes. Boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Good boy. Nice work. Uh, Upvote. uh, Astronomical upvote from me for that. All right. Also, because it's from Glenn Tickle. That's. Ah, it gets an upvote automatically for our good friend, Glenn. That's right. Good work. Good work. Kenny, I'm ready to move on to a record of the day. Today's record of the day comes to us from Austin, Texas, 
Hey, local. That's right. And this I mean, is more the, local than everybody else. Uh, yeah, we've we've been going all the way over to uh, Slovakia, yeah. India. Let's br- let's bring it back here to the good old U.S. of A. for the most toothpicks stuck into a grapefruit in one minute. <laughs> what? Uh, Lauren Jane Slade stuck fifty nine toothpicks into a ruby red grapefruit in one minute, which set a new world record. So like stabbing a grapefruit? Yes. So you start the timer. You you put the grapefruit on the ground and then, well, not whatever, onto a surface. And then you take individual uh, small toothpicks, which are what? About two and a half inches, three inches. I don't know. I don't know how long a toothpick is. I don't know either. You stick those into the outside of the uh, ruby red, ruby, ruby red grapefruit. Uh Uh-huh. This is the only. This is the only uh, submission of this record. That is correct. No one has beat I, it since two thousand nine. I really want to try. I think we should. This is one of the ones that I. I feel like we have a chance. Fifty nine. Actually, you know what? This. So. So by the end of this record, I'll. I'll ruin the. Uh, the surprise. Okay. The grapefruit is basically a toothpick grenade. I mean, you. You can oh, toss yeah. this at somebody and cause some serious damage. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um. Which is what I would want to do after fifty, you know. No, after after fifty nine toothpicks are inside of the toothpick or mm-hmm. inside the toothpick, inside yeah, the grapefruit. Yeah. No, uh, no, I would want to no. toss it at someone's face. No, you stick another grapefruit to it. You basically create a <laughs> grapefruit grapefruit molecule. Um, I just like now. I I like this record. I think it's I think that's clever. A clever way to be a record setter. Um. But a related record right next to it is fastest time to eat a 15 pound watermelon. That's the worst idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, the, uh, awful. You know, no. I, <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> hmm. Is this a burrito or a dog? I, I don't know. <laughs> so. I would be remiss, though, if I if I did not mention remiss. Mm-hmm. The past tense of being remiss. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the way to that's, do that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I don't know. Oh no! No! <laughs> 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 You're killing me with me. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Okay. <laughs> This is serious business. This is Kyle. <laughs> oh, this is gosh. a serious podcast. Move on. All right. So <clears throat> I would, uh, I, I need to mention, because this is something that came out uh, Monday, I believe, in terms uh-huh. of world records that have not yet been been verified, but there is a Python. OMG, there is a Python. Uh-huh. OMG. It is a record setting Python, and we're waiting to for it to be validated, I guess. Oh, okay. Did you see that story? It's making national news right now. Yeah. Well, because they caught it was I guess a group of people. They caught the largest snake mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it died. Right. Promptly, immediately died. So now the 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 stipulation to this record is that it's the longest snake captured. It's not it's probably not the longest snake ever recorded or seen, but this have, is the this is the only one that's been captured. Have you ever right? seen the movie Anaconda? Well, that killed everybody. You don't want none unless you got buns, hon. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Swag. You, so, you went really far for that I, one. I know. OMG, this python is totally eating my bay. And I just wanted to bring that story to your attention so I could play that soundbite. That's it. All right. I'm ready to move on to two stupid games. Oh, that's kind of clippy. It's fine. Don't worry about it. What are we playing, Kyle? Two stupid games. I'm gonna I'm gonna play uh, two stupid games. Clearly, boy. And I want to start with how well do you remember National Treasure? (sighs) Probably not well at all. The movie that was released 12 years ago. Okay. Oh, 12. Yeah, 2004, oh, right? My gosh, let's do it. All right. What is the name? This is the first question. What is okay. the name of Ben's male counterpart and technical genius? 
Is it Riley Adams, Riley Poole, Riley Washington, or Riley Wilcox? You know, you know his first name is Riley. Yeah, let's go with mm, let's go with Adams. Adams, no, it's Riley Poole. I don't. Actually, I, was I don't know if they Poole. ever say that. That was my gut. That was my All gut. All right. What is Benjamin Gates' middle name? Washington. Uh, <laughs> Benjamin Washington. <laughs> yes. Yes. Come on. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. I'm not going to give you no. You, c- come on, Franklin. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I like that they have a bunch of different middle names on here, but it's like Benjamin Franklin. That's the only one that makes sense. Well, you know, yeah. yeah. I anyway, would be the, I'd be the one to get that wrong. Now, this, here's a hard one. What color dress does Abigail Chase wear at the National Archives Gala? Is it red, black, navy, or burgundy? Let's go burgundy, like my burgundy. Uh, my no, battery navy. case. Ah. It's no, that was Merlot. Ah, you're right. What fake name does Ben Gates give Abigail Chase at the beginning of the movie? So who does he pose as? Is it Bill Johnson, Jeff Smith, Paul Brown, or Joe Williams? Let's go Joe Williams. It's not Joe Williams. It's mm. Paul Brown. Because she's like, is there a Mr. Brown on the on the list? Two Except home runs. Not her accent. Two home runs. Uh, yeah. Oh, Trevor Brown. Mm. Right? Tre- uh, mm. I don't remember his name. Uh, who is the shaggy-haired bad guy who tries to kill Ben and Riley for their treasure? So basically, what's the name of the bad guy? Is it Ethan, Ivan, Ian, or Evan? Ivan. That's that's a bad guy's name. No, it's Ian. <clears throat> Sorry, Ivans. Another another movie that uh, Sean Bean doesn't die. Oh, that's kind of weird. Uh, what is the name of the ship found at the start of the movie? The Amelia, the Charlotte, the Mayflower, or the Josephine? The Josephine. No, it's the Charlotte. That's a big part of the movie. I guess you don't remember it. How am I? I don't even know if I've seen the whole thing. (laughs) What do Ben and Riley find in the aforementioned boat? So what do they find in the boat at the beginning of the movie? Is it a pipe, a treasure map, a gold coin, or a locked trunk? A gold coin. No, Kyle, it's a pipe. (laughs) You're answering these all wrong on purpose, aren't you? No. Fine. You get one more question. All right. Good. Uh, I'm going to pick the question. Uh, Who cast? Here we go. Who cast the Liberty Bell? This is a history question. Mm. Bass and Stowe, Pass and Low, Pass and Stowe, or Glass and Stowe? Oh, my gosh. This this is preying on my... Sweet and Low. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, mm, let's go with B. Pass and low? No. What was what was C? Pass and stow? No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. D. Glass and stow? Yes. It's pass and stow, you idiot. <clears throat> Wait, did Here. I get it right? At no, you got mm. it wrong. Ah. Well, moving on. All we're, right. we're gonna move on from uh, National Treasure. To another fantasy. Okay. Uh, are these characters from Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you watch you watch Game of Thrones, right? Um I I did for about three seasons. I right, okay. let's uh let's get this game started. Here we go. Alright. So I'm gonna read the character's name and you're gonna tell me if it's Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings. Okay, okay pretty good. easy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ted Sandyman. Uh, Game of Thrones. No, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> He's a hobbit. Uh, Desmond Craighall. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yes. Oh. He's the head of House Craighall. Oh, okay. Or Crackle. I don't know how to say Crackle. it. Crackle. Seorl. I don't know how to say this. C E O R L. Uh, let's go Game of Thrones for that Game one. Game of well. Thrones, no! He's one of the riders of Rohan. Riger Rivers. Riger Rivers? Riger Rivers. Mm, Lord of the Rings. No! Uh, Ralph Kenning. Lord of the Rings. No! <laughs> I like these. Beachbone. Ah, uh, mm, Game of Thrones. 
No. <laughs> He's an ent. A what? An ent. You know the tree guy? Beachbone? No. Uh, like they beach called one. me Beachbone. Uh, Wendell Manderly. Uh, that's that's you. Um. Mm. What? What? Game of Thrones. Wendell Manderly. Game of Thrones. Yes. He's a knight, and he dies. Uh, Jeremy Riker. Ah, commander. Commander. Um, mm, uh, Game of Thrones. Yes. He's a member of Night's Watch. (sighs) Melara Heatherspoon. That's that's an elf. That's definitely an elf from uh, Lord of the Rings. No. Dunhair. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That's why single names seem to sound like they're uh, from Lord Mendeldor. of the Mendeldor. Mendeldor. I am Mendeldor. I am Mendeldor. Mm. King of the Trolls. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's right. Uh, one of the giant eagles, actually. Uh, ah! Masha, Masha Heddle. Masha Heddle. Uh, Masha, Masha, Masha. Aha. Let's go with uh, Game of Thrones. That's correct. Hob Hayward. I think that's when where I uh, went to school. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. That's right. He's a hobbit. And last but not least, mm. Jonas Bracken. Ah, uh, Game of Thrones. That's right. You got eight out of fourteen. Ooh, I, I I pulled I pulled it in right there at the. It at says the very end. you got eight out of fourteen right. Not bad. That's it. Oh! That's all you get. Not bad at Not all. That's I, bad. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. I'm also okay with uh, you going over to goodstuff.fm to uh, check out the flow notes for the show. They're put together on Workflowy, where we share our uh, brains every day. Brain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I use it not only for this show, but for everything else. It is my go-to note-taking application that's of awesome. choice. Yes, that's right. So uh, you can also check out some of the other things that we like. If you go over to morningshow.am and uh, just up in that uh, big old navigation bar, you can uh, see some of the other stuff that we like. So please go over there. You can also check out some of the other great shows over on goodstuff.fm. You can also email the show, Kyle at goodstuff.fm, for questions, concerns, complaints, or if you've got a, an idea for a game that you want us to play, if you yeah. want to do a, a, a two super games of Is It a Burrito or a Dog? Is this a burrito or a dog? I don't know. Be a be a fun game. Well, yeah. We're, uh... Ooh, oh, no! We're also on Twitter. Good stuff. FM. Terrible show for all the sound effects. I know. I know. Morning show AM also is for this show. If you would, please. This does. This does. Does. Does help the show. Two ways for that to happen. You can leave a review on iTunes. There is a link directly at morningshow.am or on goodstuff.fm slash morning show in both of those there's links that go directly to the itunes page if you leave a rating and review it helps other people find the show and spread the word because we need to just be in more people's ears and it does help you can also go to patreon now patreon lets you contribute directly to the show per month you can give any amount you'd like there are specific perks based on what you give but you'll get access to uh, stuff like the unedited broadcast, the, uh, it's all the sounds that we use on the show, all, all that fun. That's right. Very exciting. All that fun stuff is available over on patreon.com slash morning show. A, uh, a thanks to Feed Press for their support of this show and the entire Good Stuff Broadcasting Network. We back on Friday for a bit of a short show. We look forward to seeing you then. Until then, goodbye. See you later, guys. I'm still sick. Dum, 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 dum.